0: Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill.
1: We are obligated to seek answers directly from the man who set this all in motion. And every American is entitled to those answers.
0: Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, vice chair of the January 6th Select Committee, which decided to issue former President Trump a subpoena as it starts to wind down its investigation into the attack on the U.S. Capitol. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and whatever people think of the panel's hearings politically, there's little doubt that they've been well-produced. The chair of the committee, Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson, believes they've methodically and factually spelled out the efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. What Donald Trump proceeded to do after the 2020 election is something no president has done before in our country. In a staggering betrayal of his oath, Donald Trump attempted a plan that led to an attack on a pillar of our democracy It's still hard to believe, but the facts and testimony are clear, consistent, and undisputed. Former President Trump strongly disputes the narrative the committee has presented, however. He released a 14-page letter he sent to Thompson on Friday, which doesn't address whether he'd comply with a subpoena. His letter repeats the unfounded claim the election was rigged and stolen and calls the committee members highly partisan political hacks and thugs. Cheney, who was the third-ranking Republican in the House before she started criticizing the former president, will be leaving Congress after her defeat in a Wyoming primary. She has made no apologies for standing up to Mr. Trump.
1: A key lesson of this investigation is this. Our institutions only hold when men and women of good faith make them hold, regardless of the political cost.
0: The latest and likely final hearing presented evidence that the former president never had any intention of conceding defeat to Joe Biden, and that privately, even though he told some aides he knew he lost, publicly he continued to make baseless claims of widespread voter fraud. That continued after more than 60 court cases went against his legal team. And the hearing also presented new evidence that the Secret Service and law enforcement were aware of the threat of violence in Washington well before January 6th. Congressman Adam Schiff described an alert that the Secret Service had received on December 24th. According to the intelligence, multiple users online were targeting members of Congress, instructing others to march into the chambers on January 6th and make sure they know who to fear. In this report, received on December 26th, the Secret Service Field Office relayed a tip that had been received by the FBI. According to the source of the tip, the Proud Boys plan to march armed into DC. They think that they will have a large enough group to march into DC armed, the source reported, and will outnumber the police so they can't be stopped.
1: Oh, we're trying st- to get surrounded. They're taking the uh, North front staff building. Oh, 50, unless we get more munitions, we're not going to
0: be able to hire. The door has been breached and people are gaining access into the Capitol. The committee also presented new video of the congressional leadership as the top elected officials in the country huddled in a secure location away from the Capitol, trying to determine how they could return and carry out the final step of the election and the certification of the state results. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer are shown extensively trying to get assistance during the rioting, which lasted for hours. We
1: need massive personnel now can you get the maryland national guard to come too, governor i don't know if you have been approached about the uh virginia national guard mr hoyer was connect i uh, was speaking to uh, uh, governor hogan uh but i still think you probably need the okay of the uh the federal government in order to come into another jurisdiction? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. They're just breaking windows. They're doing all all kinds. It's really that somebody, they said somebody was shot. It's just, it's just horrendous. And all at the instigation of the president of the United States.
0: Aides to former President Trump have said he was watching the violence unfold on television and didn't take any action as he sat in the dining room off the Oval Office. Former Vice President Mike Pence, who wouldn't go along with Mr. Trump's push to somehow interrupt the election certification, by this time was in an underground area of the Capitol. He spoke with the congressional leaders and ultimately said Capitol Police had indicated lawmakers would be able to return to the Capitol the evening of January 6th to complete the certification of the Electoral College. Results. I'm at the Capitol building. I'm literally standing with uh, the chief of police of uh, uh, the U.S. Capitol Police. He just informed me what you will hear through official channels. Paul Irving, your sergeant at arms, will inform you that their best information is that they believe that uh, the House and the Senate will be able uh, to read the Roughly an
1: hour. Good news.
0: Thank you very much, Mr. Vice President. The latest hearing, like many of the others, included a lot of drama as well as factual testimony under oath from a long line of Republicans who at one time worked for former President Trump and his administration. But what kind of impact has the committee's investigation had on the American public? Polls suggest the impact has been minimal, with members of both political parties locked in their partisan quarters. A CBS News poll released last month before this final hearing found that 29 percent say the hearings had no effect, 40 percent say they've made it more likely they'll vote Democratic, and 31 percent more likely to vote Republican. In other words, it probably hasn't changed a lot of minds. What happened here at the Capitol on January 6th, as well as in the weeks before and after, is profoundly important. But it's also understandable that most voters are focused on other issues. Inflation, crime, job security, abortion rights, to name just a few. Still, that shouldn't diminish the extensive work done by the committee, which interviewed more than a thousand people, including some of those in Donald Trump's tightest orbit. Congresswoman Cheney, a lifelong Republican, warned that the former president has set a dangerous precedent for those who seek to take democracy to its breaking point.
1: Without accountability, it all becomes normal and it will recur. Most people in most places on earth have not been free. America is an exception. And America continues only because we bind ourselves to our founders' principles, to our Constitution. We recognize that some principles must be beyond politics, inviolate, and more important than any single American who has ever lived.
0: I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is the Week on the Hill.